This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good afternoon. I'm Greg Elliott and this is Sport Today, a weekday sports news podcast designed to keep you on the ball. And I'm Gemma Ryan. It's Tuesday the 23rd of March. In your Sport Today, a landmark TV deal for the Women's Super League in the UK and the diagnosis for LeBron James's ankle injury. Plus, the Victorian government increases crowd capacities to 75% and we preview the Miami Open in tennis. All right, let's dive in. The FA Women's Super League, which is the UK's female soccer comp equal to the Premier League, has reached a landmark TV deal with the BBC and Sky Sports. It's a three-year deal reportedly worth £8 million a season. That's $14.3 million Aussie dollars. And it's the first time the WSL has been sold separately to the men's game, gym. Yeah, and what this means, Greg, is that it's basically going to bring the women's league into the viewing mainstream, particularly as the BBC has committed to show the majority of its 22 live games on BBC One and BBC Two, its two biggest channels. Sky Sports will be showing 44 matches live as well and everything else will be available on the FA streaming service FA Player. The WSL features a ton of big Aussie names like Matilda's Sam Kerr at Chelsea, Hayley Rasso at Everton and Alana Kennedy at Tottenham. And under the terms of the deal, the 12 clubs in the league will receive a portion of the revenue too. The FA has said it's the most lucrative domestic TV rights deal for a women's football league and that it will be transformational for the game. The BBC are saying they're delighted to connect the sport with the widest possible audience and Sky Sports have promised to give the women's game the full Sky Sports treatment. It was hard to miss the headlines over the weekend that LeBron James went down screaming with an ankle injury and we now know that the LA Lakers star will likely miss three to four weeks of the NBA season for recovery time. Yeah, it's been confirmed that James has a high ankle sprain, meaning he stretched or tore ligaments in his ankle with no specific end date for his recovery after the Lakers tweeted on the weekend that he would be out indefinitely. In terms of what this means for the Lakers, Greg, well, it's not come at a particularly great time of the season as forward Anthony Davis is also out with a calf strain, meaning the top two players in the team are out for a few weeks at the same time. It's still looking likely that the Lakers will make the playoffs in late May, given they're pretty high up on the ladder right now, but it's understood that the Lakers will be aiming to ensure James is in good nick for the playoffs. So they'll be taking a cautious approach to the rest of the main NBA season. As for LeBron himself, he tweeted that he's hurting inside and out, not being available for his teammates. But his road to recovery begins now, promising he'll be back soon like he never left. In some good news for NRL and AFL fans alike, the Victorian government has today confirmed that crowd capacities will now be increased from 50% to 75% in Victorian stadiums from this Thursday, the 25th of March, meaning just over 75,000 fans could watch Carlton v Collingwood live at the MCG on Thursday, Jim. Yep, they'll be allowing 75,000 at the G, 43,000 at Marvel Stadium and up to 22,000 at Amy Park. Professor Brett Sutton, Victoria's Chief Health Officer, said health authorities will be monitoring crowds pretty closely and it's got to be done right for the increase to be able to be maintained. There's also been talk lately, Greg, as to whether there's hope for a full house at the traditional Anzac Day bash between Essendon and Collingwood, one of the biggest games of the year outside of the final series, but Sutton said that would be pretty tricky to achieve. (laughs) 
Over in the tennis, the Miami Open kicks off this week, but with all the last-minute withdrawals of big names, who can we look forward to watching in the tournament, Gem? Yeah, it's been a rough few weeks with your Miami Open organisers, and honestly, it's been a bit hard to keep up with who is actually playing with the likes of the big three, Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal and Djokovic dropping out, and Serena Williams too, as of a few days ago. But we have the return of defending Miami Open champ Ash Barty and Oz Open champ Naomi Osaka in as well, with Oz Open runner-up Jen Brady there too. And in the men's draw, we've got newly ranked number two, Daniil Medvedev playing. We've got Alexander Zverev, plus the return of Andy Murray coming back from hip surgery after he missed out on the Oz Open recently too. It'll look a little different to the last Open, of course, because of COVID restrictions held in 2019, thanks to the pandemic. Coverage of the main draw starts on Thursday on BN Sports and KO. Gem, I'm really looking forward just to seeing Ash Barty back on the court. Yeah, me too. It's been ages. Look, it should be a great tournament all around. I'm excited to see the new generation coming through without the big three. No disrespect to them, of course, though. Of course. <laughs> and finally, for the first time in almost five years, there has been no thoroughbred racing anywhere in the country today. That's down to the rainy weather being experienced across the eastern seaboard right now, Jim. Yeah, and back in 2016, that happened thanks to the weather too. Today's races in Gosford, Benalla and Bow Desert were cancelled thanks to the extreme conditions going on right now. And we already knew the Golden Slipper was postponed on the weekend too, Greg. It'll go ahead this Saturday the 30th. Yeah, and that was only the second time it had ever been postponed. The first was back in 1963. Pretty challenging week to be coordinating horse racing, Gem. <laughs> yeah, it's not what I'd be <laughs> wanting to be doing right now. <laughs> Catch This is our daily look at the stuff people are talking about from an epic sporting moment, an obscure sport update or an event to pop in your calendar. Gemma, Aussie golfing icon Greg Norman, or the shark as people like to call him, is moving back to Oz from the US on a permanent basis. He needed to sell his two properties first. He found a buyer for his Colorado ranch this week after selling his Florida place last month. Combined, he got $129 million in Aussie money. But given the housing boom we're in right now, I don't think you'll find anything here, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Not in Sydney. He might find a one better maybe somewhere. <laughs> so, Greg, we've heard in professional sport you can't be late to training. It's a golden rule. So you better have a good excuse or reason, if you will. Thankfully, NRL pair Adam Fanua Blake and Ben Murdoch Masilla have a pretty good one. The New Zealand Warriors play stopped in the rain to assist an elderly lady with her flat tyre this morning. And this was on the New South Wales Central Coast, which is having some pretty extreme weather right now. Good on them. Not good enough, Gem. Need an extra 20 push-ups for being late. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I reckon the 20 push-ups is probably nothing to these guys, but sure. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> That's all from us here at Sport Today. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what we're doing, please give us a follow on whichever podcasting app you're using. Thanks again, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Tomorrow.